Welcome to this episode of Through the Educational Looking Glass. I am one of your hosts, Courtney Edelman. And I'm your other host, Don Sturm. We're both in coaching roles in Morton Unit School District 709 in Central Illinois. Thanks for joining us as we try to gain clarity on the variety of topics concerning teachers today. Let's take a closer look at today's topic. Today's topic is looking at the power of a single word. And by the time this airs on January 20th, if you are like 38.5% of American adults, you will have made a New Year's resolution and on January 17th, you ditched it. <laughs> we, we thought we'd start off with a positive there. <laughs> um, we kind of had fun with this idea of um, we're going to talk about the one word movement, but we thought about um, all the, re there's been quite a bit of research done about resolutions, you know, the whole concept of New Year's resolutions and uh, a couple of statistics, I don't know, a few statistics, 38.5% of U.S. adults set New Year's resolutions every year. I would have guessed higher, actually. I would have guessed higher but, as well. Um, but don't worry, we'll, we'll get more negative. 59% uh, of young adults 18 to 34 have New Year's resolutions. It's That's the largest demographic that sets these goals. 48% want to exercise more, making it the most popular resolution. That one doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and what I did find out is women, I don't think we put it in here, but it seems like women had a health goal more often than men, but it was really close. Okay. Um, the top three are all health-related. Here we go. 23, I shouldn't laugh at this. 23% quit in the first week, and only 36% make it past the first month. 9% successfully keep their New Year's resolution. And most people quit on the second Friday of the month, according to Strava. It's a running and cycling track tracking app. And this part, this is really kind of bad. They have named this day Quitter's Day. <laughs> well, that's a new one to put on the calendar. Yeah. For next year. Uh, and, you know, when we were talking about this and, and you came up, you found those um, statistics, maybe that's, we, we were talking about, that's probably part of the appeal of the one word trend or the one word movement. Um, a lot of resolutions are stated in a deficit mindset, right? I'm going to lose this. I'm going to stop doing this. And the one word, picking a single word that sets an intention for your year uh, feels more positive. And I think it's applicable to lots of different areas of your life, probably making it more sustainable overall, because I think that's the nature of a resolution. If it's, I'm going to stop doing this and then I've done it, it's easy to say, well, I, that ship has sailed, right? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've already, I've already, you know, given up or I've already um, lost. Yeah. And one, we will talk about um, kind of holding yourself accountable, but I know I've done this since 2016, I think was the first one. And it's amazing because it, it is that picking that one word, it just kind of sticks in your mind. And I would, if, if I was in a situation, I'd be like, okay, that I'm just thinking about that one word that I had picked to guide me for that year. Um, and what we found, we ask teachers in our district to share their one word. And, and then we said, if you're willing, provide a short explanation. And what we found is that positive focus was evident in the words that they submit it. Um, and so we're always appreciative of any time people take time out of their schedule to share. So we, we 
really appreciate that. And what we thought we would do, and we're still okay with that, right, is we're going to read the words. Uh, there's only 4,000. No, I'm just kidding. There's, I think, 32. Um, prioritize, spark, grace, wellness, reconnect, peace, gentle, consistency, joy, another consistency, flexibility, risk, resonance, present, balance, believe, another, present, intention, focus, enough, habits, self-belief, freedom, gratitude, and positivity. Oh, sorry. Also overstimulated, stand, another flexible or flexibility, genuine, maintain, and joy. And like you said, Don, I think the positive, you know, putting forth a, um, a positive intention um, comes across in most of those. You might have heard one that sounded a little different than the other with that idea of overstimulated. Um, it might feel like one that doesn't capture the intention for the year that the respondent had in the same way that the others did, but the explanation was really important there. Um, and this person said that they want to always be mindful of the fact that if they're confronted with behaviors by someone else, uh, they might jump to a conclusion about why that's happening. And sometimes we can be pretty negative about why that's happening. Um, but this person wanted to remember that so many of us are overstimulated and that you can think about that as a potential foundation for what's happening, you probably respond with a little bit more grace or it will change your response to uh, the other person in that situation. Yeah. Um, the other thing that came to mind as, and we're not sharing names, but the other thing that came to mind was the explanation on one in particular, and it was the peace one. And I've read this about 10 times and I, I love it because I think Sometimes when you say, the, like our title, The Power of One Word, uh, there might be some people who are like, how in the world can you capture your whole goal for a year in one word? And the word peace, I mean, it's you know a perfectly fine word on its own, but the explanation, and I'm going to just read it word for word, this person said, I chose this word because I wanted to apply it to any of my goals this year. Um, it's even the very top of my Canva vision board. I want to be at peace with my body and my mind. I want to be at peace in my relationships and the anxiety I go through when it comes to communicating with people. I want to be at peace in my professional life and who I am as a teacher. I want to be at peace with my Play, with my place in this world when it comes to helping others or volunteering and so much more. I want peace to be my mindset for when I fall behind with other goals. I don't want to spend my year being upset with myself after trying to just be. And when you pick that apart, I mean, there is a ton of complexity there. That idea of, particularly at the end, it's like I, I'm picking peace because if I don't do very well at having peace, I want to have peace. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's a really good explanation. And it's, you know, thinking about that idea of being sustainable, if that is the mindset with which you approach things, you're less likely to just say, oh, already failed. Forget that. I'll, yeah. figure, I'll you know, I'll figure something out next year. It'll be a, a clean slate that time. Um, it gives you that, that leeway 
um, really to look at anything that you're doing and start again yeah. or, or try yep. again. So. so I thought that was a, a great one. We had actually, um, our coworker, uh, Melissa Cruz, and I had uh, used a, a variation of this, the last Staff Academy, when we were talking about student reflection. And so part of what we wanted to talk through and give you some examples of are just the way that you can come up with your word. You know, how do you, how do you pick a word? And if you're going to have students um, embark on this, how do you get students to a point where they're going, going to uh, pick a word that's really meaningful to them? So this document will be linked in our resources, but um, just want to take a couple moments and talk about this three, two, one reflection and one word goal setting uh, that we used. And so we, it, with this particular approach, students or participants would write down three things that you've learned about yourself. Now that could be over the course of a year, that could be over the course of a, a unit of content in, in your classroom, uh, two aha moments or realizations that you've had, and then after reflecting on your list of those words, then choose one word to set as an intention for your next stage of learning, or if you're doing it at the beginning of a year, um, for your next uh, year. So give students a little bit more, I think, Goal setting and, and reflection are so closely connected yeah. um, that if we're going to set goals without having really thought about or reflected on where we've been, probably not going to be as meaningful. Um, so that's one way to help students to get to a, a meaningful one word. Well, and we are going to talk here in just a second about what how we've seen this play out in our district, but I just want to reiterate, and you said it, it's like that can be something as an adult that we use as well. Yep. Like, yes, there we're going to share some specific examples of how we saw or in some way witnessed what was happening in the classroom. I, I don't want you to share your one word yet. Okay. But what was your process for, did you do that three, two, one? No, I didn't. Um, I, I have, I mean, I'm a pretty reflective person and think about things that, you know, I, would like to change about myself or yep. like to improve upon. Um, but I didn't really have a word to capture it. And so it was more that kind of underlying, here's I, here's what I know I want to, to focus on, but then inspiration of a, a word kind of hit me. Yeah, because I've done it differently. Uh, I think the first time I did it, it was a more um, specific process. Like I wrote down four or five words. And then I really thought about, okay, no, not this one, or this one's too much like this one. It seems like every year since then, it's just been, I don't know if it's my mindset. It's just something that has popped into my head. Mm. Like here's where I wanted to do this last year, but I didn't. And so that's my word. But I had mentioned to you, uh, somebody that does almost like a bracket yeah, like, that was interesting. Yeah, they come up with eight words and then they pit them against each other. And that, I, I mean, again, I think it, it, the point is reflecting and not somebody in our district shared, um, oh, what was the email? It said something like for the um, off-the-cuff person. And it was oh, literally yeah. a one-word generator. And I, personally, I don't think that's true to the spirit of what the one one word movement is but um if you were struggling coming up with a word i guess you could do a one word um generator i think and i threw this out um you know you buy a red car and then yep. all of a sudden you say man there's a lot of red cars around here we started talking about this as our topic sent out the google form uh to get some feedback and then all of a sudden we started you know, saying, oh, this person's doing this. No, this person's doing this with their students. So we did want to take a little bit of time to talk through um, 
how we've seen this uh, implemented throughout the district and at all different grade levels. Yeah. And we are not capturing everybody. Like people shared with me, hey, I just did this the other day. We weren't necessarily there. Um, but one, and we're going to share a couple of these in when there was a document to share, we will share them in resources. One uh, doc, and I actually had the opportunity to see this last year, I believe, is um, L. Higus, who is an elementary instructional coach, shared a hyperdoc that she used to work her kids up to a one word. And it was interesting because it was, you know, reflect on 2022. Um, here's some inspiration. And she had some videos, posters, that kind of thing. And then it was, okay, now choose your one word. And then there was something, and we'll talk about that sharing. Then there was that, okay, how are you going to share this with others? And I know she used to then have them write it on the window so that it was there for um everybody to see. So, and we will share that hyperdoc in the show notes. Well, and I love that idea of making it visible to not just to others, you know, in that would in that sense, but um that constant presence, yep. you know, that that you're looking at. Um so that was a 6th grade classroom where That was a 4th grade. 4th, I'm sorry, 4th yep, grade fourth classroom grade. where she implemented that. Um we also went and saw Abby Miller's 2nd grade classroom. And this a little bit different process for coming up with the word. Abby started with a document. I don't know how many, forty maybe. Yeah, different words yeah. that somewhere between somewhere, that, thirty and forty words um, that expressed you know uh, positive intention, positive characteristics or attributes that you might want to take on, um, and that was her starting point. Students could pick a word that was not on the list, but they really focused on that as the starting point, and I loved it. She read through each and instructed them to highlight those that they thought they could improve on. And she was really deliberate to say, if you're already really good in this area, you think that's a strength of yours, don't highlight it. Um, and so they started with um, a series of words that might be positive intentions for them for the year. Yeah, and then they were asked to kind of do this little booklet thing where they... Um, I really like the actional, the action steps. Like, what do you need to do specifically to meet that goal of that one word? Um, I'm trying to remember the other. So, oh, it was just why. It was basically the explanation as to yep, why, why they, they the chose word. it. And then they were supposed to do some kind of artwork um, on the front. And I do know, while we saw Abby do that, I do know there was uh, a fifth grade at one of our elementaries that I think went through the same thing, gave them a list of words to then kind of choose from. And I think even with second grade, Abby still made the comment, if there's a word that's not here, yep. absolutely that can be something that, you know, we want it to be more of that positive type of thing. But Well, and I think sometimes, you know, with this, you might want to have the unique word that no one else has. But I really like the, the potential for, hey, we have the same word. Yep. How are you working on it? I know you're working on it. We can be that, you know, um, person who supports each other even within the classroom. So yeah, I did, I did like the, the starting point of that. Um, I also then saw um, Kelly Sioka in her Potter Hour, and Potter Hour at the high school is a segment of the day that's really designed for support for students um, outside of a, a teacher who's tied to maybe an academic grade and really kind of more SEL time at the high school. And Kelly had her students come up with 10 words. And 
starting point was really the, I guess, the um, the uh, initial reason or purpose for a one word. She had them choose a word to set as a goal or intention for 2023. Then she had kind of like the action steps that Abby used, two words that are going to help you get there. One word which characterized something that you're proud of from 2022, so that reflective component, two words that helped you get there. And I thought that was cool. So that they're seeing, okay, here's what helped me to reach this moment that I was proud of. And then, you know, building that kind of positive intention um, going forward and, and giving them some sense of success. Um, one word that describes their freshman year so far, because she has a freshman Potter hour. Um, one thing that you were involved in already freshman year, and then a word that illustrates something that you haven't done yet, but you want to try. And then the final word, word 10 was kind of a wild card. It could be something that is just inherently descriptive of them. Hmm. Um, she suggested something that they say all the time, which I thought that was an interesting point of reflection, because if I think I'm a generally positive person, but the thing that I tend to say all the time doesn't have that same tone to it. You know, that's another point of reflection. So she was, she had them create word clouds out of those. Okay. And then she's going to have them at the end of this week, start sharing those out. She said, you know, very consistent with what we've been talking about, self-reflection and goal setting were her number one reason for having students engage in this. And the second reason really is to build that community and support with each other um, within this Potter Hour that is new this year, but that will hopefully be a, a continued um, source of support for students throughout their time at MHS. Yeah, and I love that because when I first heard the 10 words, I was like, wow, that's a lot. But just I didn't know that breaking it down into specifics for each of those words and a reason for each of those words that are there. Um, I, I did hear that there was a class, I believe a fourth grade, uh, fourth grade class that was doing, they were trying to come up with a class hmm. word, which I think is interesting because if you are considering, you know, if you're trying to do that culture of uh, collaboration, yep. then I, I thought that was a great idea. Again, did not see that actually in action, but I had heard that that was um, the case. I know we have on our uh, kind of outline of things, we talk about the value. I, I mean, I think we've talked about the value maybe without being direct, but it's this, that idea of, you know, it's reflection, it's goal setting, it's motivation, accountability. I think there's that SEL component as well that we are always, you know, concerned about and should be concerned about. And because it has such value, I mean, we're looking at it as start of 2023, you know, the, the notion of setting intentions for a new year or resolutions just is kind of in the air right now, but it doesn't have to be something that you only do once a year with your students or for yourself. You know, there might be those yeah. points in um, in our learning where we feel like, okay, we've we've finished something, we want to reflect on it, and then be intentional moving forward. Um, there might be times where you feel like I've I've kind of met that goal, and so I want to set a new intention for myself. So I think most commonly it's going to happen once a year at the new year, um, but does, certainly isn't isn't confined to that. Yeah, and I think the other piece of this is the sharing. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that with all of them that we saw in our district, there is some element of you're going to share this um, with others. You know, I tend to use Canva 
a lot and make a graphic or a GIF or something like that on it. So I think there's that element of letting others know what it is. Not, I mean, I say accountability. I think there's something about letting others know, hey, here's my one word that does, there is that accountability feature. Well, yeah, and and you can support others in that, you know. Um, And if it's a positive practice, you want that to kind of spread and maybe you're, maybe you're inspiring other people, uh, to do the same. I have never created a one word before or been intentional about that. This conversation. And and quite honestly, you know, you're, you're, I know you've done it for years. Um, that's, that's something that now I've done and it might catch fire. I might continue to do that. So what, what's your one word? Okay. My one word, um, is harmony. And I, you know, I went back and forth because like I said, I wanted, I know what I had in mind, but I wanted a word that would capture it. Um, and it happened to be, you know, inspired by a, a song, but the reason behind mine is I tend to, um, I don't know. I tend to have moments where I will choose a selfish reaction and especially with my family, um, <laughs> other than rather than the reaction that I know is going to move something in a positive direction. And we could dig deep into why that is and kind of like my upbringing and, and, you know, I I tend to not want to be vulnerable in certain moments. So if I, you know, if, if I create a moment where now we have to talk, well, it, it puts my foot in the door to do that, you know, all sorts of reasons, but I want to be intentional about being mindful of how am I going to react to create harmony in my relationships, in my family, but also those things that I know will create harmony within myself, you know, and that kind of um, balance in who I want to be this year. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. And again, the key here, if you heard Courtney share, that's that whole purpose of that one word is to really get you to think about why am I choosing this word? Um, are you going to ask? Oh, I was, I was okay. just waiting for my, my foot in the door there. Yeah. Um, what's your word this uh, year? Don? Mine is intentional. And I don't know, I, it makes perfect sense to me. I, I like the word intentional because you can do anything, and I have anything in quotes. I, I think it gives me permission to do things as long as I think about why I'm doing them. So, for instance, there were times that I would feel guilty about sitting and, and scrolling through on Facebook, where if I sit down and I'm like, you know what? It's okay for me to take 15 minutes and scroll through. At least I was intentional. Yeah. It wasn't. And so it kind of takes that pressure off of me to just always be, okay, I didn't exercise today. Well, I I intentionally didn't because I had 47 things going on and I just didn't have room or space for that. Or if I say I haven't exercised in a couple of days, I need to be more intentional. So it's like I can use it in a bunch of different ways. Now, some people might say, well, that's kind of a cop-out because you can say anything is intentional. But I think the point is telling myself I am being intentional about this. Well, and and that that thoughtful reflection that's going to, and and that's the thing that I think is going to be powerful about this, that that thoughtful reflection on how that word either fit with or didn't fit with my actions that day. Yeah. And so yep. I, I th- anytime you can, you know, build in more opportunities for reflection, um, I think we're moving in the right direction. And yep. that being said, we always leave you with a couple of reflection questions. Um, the first one is, what is your one word? 
And the second one is how can you cultivate a climate of goal setting and reflection in your classroom? One of our main goals of this podcast is to create meaningful connections. If you'd like to share your responses to the questions, we'd love to listen. This can be done through the Google form that we have linked through the public site on Anchor or through Anchor's voice response option. Additionally, consider sharing your thoughts with a colleague or an instructional coach to open up meaningful dialogue. We have enjoyed taking this journey with you through the educational looking glass.